0: Hello and welcome to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times with me, Peter Morden, and I'm from Cornerstone Baptist Church here in wonderful Leeds. This is episode 200 of these podcasts. So 200 not out and pretty extraordinary. I think it's fair to say that setting out on this journey didn't think that we would ever reach this point. There have been over 10,000 downloads as I sit and record, and I'm recording a number of episodes in one go, so unless listening figures have completely collapsed, the number of downloads will now be significantly more than 10,000. So grateful to God and so grateful to you for listening in and being on this journey with me. If it's for nothing else, then I have been challenged and encouraged and strengthened by God's word and by God's spirit as I have done these reflections. And I hope that that has been your experience as well. As we did when we did number 100, I'm going to do this reflection slightly differently. So I will read from Psalm 48 in just a moment and offer a brief reflection around the theme of giving thanks and praising God. And then this reflection is going to close with a song from Ed and Sophie as we worship God together. Let's pray, first of all, as we come to God's word. Lord, we give you thanks and praise that you are a speaking God. Lord, the idols around us are essentially dumb. They don't speak. But Lord, you do speak by your word and by your spirit deeply into our hearts and lives. Lord, as we give thanks to you today, as we praise your name, we pray that once again we would have the experience of hearing your voice distinctly, speaking to us in the quietness of our hearts. And in hearing, O Lord, help us to respond to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, Psalm 48. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. In the city of our God, his holy mountain, beautiful in its loftiness, the joy of the whole earth. Like the heights of Zaphon is Mount Zion, the city of the great king. God is in her citadels. He has shown himself to be her fortress. When the kings joined forces, when they advanced together, they saw her and were astounded. They fled in terror. Trembling seized them there, pain like that of a woman in labour. You destroyed them like ships of Tarshish, shattered by an east wind. As we have heard, so we have seen. In the city of the Lord Almighty, in the city of our God, God makes her secure forever. Within your temple, O God, we meditate on your unfailing love. Like your name, O God, your praise reaches to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with righteousness. Mount Zion rejoices. The villages of Judah are glad because of your judgments. Walk about Zion. Go round her. Count her towers. Consider well her ramparts. View her citadels. That you may tell of them to the next generation. For this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even to the end. So many wonderful verses to reflect on there. I'm going to focus today on verses 9 to 11. Two things. First of all, the encouragement to meditate on God's unfailing love. I guess that's what we've been doing in many ways in every episode since the beginning. Of this journey. Certainly, I hope and pray that the focus has been on the grace and mercy, the extraordinary love that comes to us by Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit. May we meditate on that love every day and know our hearts lifted in thanks and praise as we appreciate more and more God's wonderful love. So something about God's amazing love and something about how that love is past and present and future. Yes, we recognise that God has loved us in the past and we appreciate his love right here and now. But we notice in the psalm that there is much about Mount Zion, much about the city of our God, including in verse 11. And as we look at the broad sweep of Scripture, as we bring in the New Testament, as we think specifically about Revelation, we recognise that the prophecies about Mount Zion are fulfilled in the new Jerusalem that comes down from heaven, the consummation of God's work, the new heavens and the new earth, the glorious future which is ours to share. And look at verse 13. We have the encouragement to tell people of the next generation about these things. And what people are to tell is specifically about Mount Zion. I suggest that there is an encouragement here, not only to give thanks to our good and gracious God, but also to tell people about his amazing love. Yes, his love in the past in Jesus. Yes, his love in the present by the Holy Spirit but yes, his love in the future for all who trust in him, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God. We will be there with him. We will see our Lord Jesus face to face. Every tear will be wiped away. Yes, let's celebrate. Yes, let's worship. Yes, let's give thanks to our gracious God. But yes, also Let's share him with others that our joy might overflow into the hearts of our friends and our neighbours and our colleagues. For Jesus' sake, amen. A brief prayer today. Lord, we worship you. We praise your wonderful holy name. Your faithfulness reaches to the crowd the clouds for us such is your unfailing love we meditate on it and we pray that you would help us to share it with others in Jesus name amen
1: for us Couldn't earn it, and I, I don't, don't deserve, deserve it, it. Still. I fell no i Yeah.